All right, folks, here we go. We are live here for you. Another another edition of uh, our youth chat here. I have a special, uh, special guest, uh, Caleb Strait from, uh, from Michigan. And just a little bit about how we met uh, is this, folks, is uh, if you've ever been to Michigan uh, on Mackinac Island, uh, is where I met Caleb uh, through his mom and dad, Ken, Pastor Ken and Lori Strait. They have a, a great mission field there. And as I was uh, as I was in Bible school at Elam Bible Institute in Lima, New York in 2007, uh, Pastor Ken and his wife, Lori, made the trip uh, from Michigan uh, to Bible school. And uh, we had a um, just a summer internship program uh, chapel uh, service. And he was one of them. He shared a little bit about uh, Mackinac Island, and then that process took, uh, just went on from there. Uh, we kept in touch, and I was able to find a job at a bike shop, and then through that, I was able to do uh, some youth and young adult ministry uh, at Mackinac Island, and uh, Caleb was part of the, uh, of that, uh, doing some worship on the side as well, but also, too, we had a great time. So that's how I met uh, Caleb, and a big shout out to, uh, you know, to uh, Pastor Ken and Lori, if uh, hopefully they will listen to this as well. Love you guys and uh, great people. Uh, you know, you got great parents, Caleb. I love them. But anyway, enough of me, uh, enough of me talking here for you viewers. Uh, I want to give uh, Caleb uh, an opportunity to just introduce himself, where he's been uh, throughout the process. A great man of God that has matured since Mackinac Island. I uh, went through some uh, trials, but through those, uh, he's seen uh, uh, on the other side of what God can do. And a big, a big, he's a big worship leader, been to IHOP in Kansas City, uh, that really transformed his life. But I'll give him an opportunity to share a little bit more about that. So take it away, Caleb. Go ahead, man. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's that's that seems like it's been a long time ago. How many years ago was that? Oh man, that was like 2000 and uh, yeah, 2007, 2008. Yeah, that's right when I was a junior and senior mm -hmm. in high school. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that was that was wow. It's a long time ago. Time goes by so fast. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah first yeah, keep it in touch. Yeah, definitely. It's it's been good. It's been good to see that that journey, what's happened in that that time that uh since then. And like you were saying, you know, first of all, before I share a little bit about myself, I just want to thank you uh mm -hmm. for what you're doing with this. You know, I you said you didn't want to brag on yourself but I, I do love what you're doing with this I love the conversations that are coming up I've been watching um, most of your videos and I love I love the guests that you've been having on here you know there's been some familiar faces some some people that I haven't seen but I love the the conversations and just like the realness and rawness of doing it like this and and this is where I think social media has a positive with this is that we're able to um, use it to an advantage to, to share the gospel in this way. Um, it's not that the gospel has ever changed, but like the method of our sharing now, you know, is changed because of the time that we live in. And um, I believe your state is still heavily quarantined as well as Michigan is heavy, heavily quarantined. Yeah. Uh, this, this past week, we actually stepped back in the phase. So uh, the governor of Michigan wants only 10 people uh, per indoor public gathering wow. and so okay. trying to just navigate in the world that we live mm -hmm. in it's like we just have to think of ideas of how we mm -hmm. can still share the message 
And uh, this is the positive of, of social media and, and, and what we get to get to do. So I just want to commend you for what you're doing. I think it's awesome. I think it's inspiring. And uh, if you're watching, you know, make sure that you follow along with what's going on. Share some of these videos that are touching your heart. Share um, anything, you know. So, yeah, I'm excited to be here. And I just thank you for what you're doing. I think it's great. Appreciate appreciate that, man. So, so a little bit about myself. Is that what you asked? Sorry. Yeah, I yeah, brag on you yeah, a little bit. Yeah, introduce, introduce yourself, man. You know, where you're from, where you've been. Uh, yeah. and go from there, man. Yeah, I'll keep it, I'll keep it brief. Uh, yes, yeah, so Mackinac Island, I grew up uh, in that area from middle school to high school. That's kind of the, the age range I was in there. Uh, met Brian 07, 08 uh, as I was in the, my latter years of high school. Uh, from there, I moved to Traverse City, Michigan, uh, if you're familiar. And I went to college there to pursue a mm -hmm. medical degree. And uh, the Lord had a, a different plan uh, for my mm -hmm. life. And um, I really tried to kind of run away from that calling for a long time, but it had always been there in my life. It's just, I'm a third generation uh, mm -hmm. uh, minister in my family. And so it's like, God had a plan always. He always mm -hmm. does. Um, he's always writing a story. We just sometimes yeah. uh, don't uh, listen to that or we don't come into alignment with the, with the path that he has laid before us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. after, after some time of struggle and turning away from that, cause that's really mm -hmm. what it was when you're mm -hmm. not living in uh, the plan that God has for you, mm -hmm. uh, it seems like that's when the struggles, that's when the questions get answered not to say that when you're not living in God's plan, there isn't challenges. Uh, of course there is. That's the life that we live in. There's, it's full of disappointment and, and hurt. But following in that path gives us hope to know um, that we're anchored in that and we're anchored in God. And uh, it's all about that, that foundation of that and knowing that you're hearing from the Lord and doing what the, the Lord wants you to do. So kind of speeding ahead a little bit. Um, I served at a few churches mm -hmm. after the Lord really began to take hold of my heart again. And I, and I really looked to him, um, for a plan in my life. And, uh, after thinking, you know, this is kind of related to the, the, the ministry portion maybe, um, that we'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I served at a couple churches, one church I was at, I was like, man, this is my dream job. It's mm -hmm. a big church. And, getting to uh, work with a ton of youth and I'm getting to worship lead in front of a large congregation. I'm like, this is, this is my dream. This is what God has for me. And, yeah. and uh, after a couple of years, uh, I began to realize that, that there's more, there's more, um, you know, not, not to bash this church at all, but I just began to have this journey of my own that what, what does the church really look like? And what does real community look like? And, and what does serving the Lord really look like? And at that time, at that place, and where I was at in my heart, uh, it, it wasn't there. Um, I didn't have that. It just started to begin to feel more like my past. And I, if I had to describe it, it would be, you know, kind of a, a religion versus relationship like we're doing to do it's not who I am instead of um, being 
that person. You're just like doing those things. Right. And so the Lord began to speak of me and I just kind of like hit this low, like spiritually. And I was like, I, I gotta, something's gotta give, something's gotta change. And, um, I just began to hear the Holy spirit speak to me. And, and I remember one night he really, really took a, a hold of me. I was having a very hard time and, um, began to just kind of show me, he showed me this, uh, he showed me IHOP in Kansas city. I'd never really heard of it, anything like that. And, um, began to do some research on it. It was like, wow, this place is amazing. Mm -hmm. I felt the calling of the Lord, like immediately, like this is a, this is a time for you to grow and learn. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, long story short, I went, went to IHOP, uh, in Kansas city. If you're not familiar, uh, it's, the, the focus of IHOP is prayer. It's a, it's a praying church. Amen. It's a, they have a prayer room that runs uh, 24 seven live prayer and worship. And I believe they just celebrated like they're almost doing this. I think it's like 18 or 19 years of, of, of nonstop 24 seven prayer and worship, which is amazing. Right. Yes. And they also have a, a ministry school uh, mm -hmm. there as well. And so I attended the ministry school um, with a specific, major track in music and uh theological education so kind of kind of a mixed bag there as far as mm -hmm. as uh majors go but wow this time trans transformed my heart mm -hmm. that's what i always suggest to um youth oftentimes is i feel like we feel a pressure out of high school to immediately jump into a career or something like that or maybe we're already in a career and, and it's not what we like mm -hmm. and i think that god loves those seasons of rest that's what i would call that you know mine was an extended season it didn't need to be uh, that long for everyone mm -hmm. but there's those seasons that god takes you in where he really grows you spiritually to mm -hmm. shape you for a career or whatever that is whether you're going into ministry or not and so I often tell, uh, you know, students that I talk to mm -hmm. is if you don't know what you want to do yet, that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, but be learning. And maybe during this time, if you're not ready to go to college, have a season where you're immersed in the word, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. um, may, maybe you're doing some kind of internship or maybe you're doing some kind of uh, college program or, or now there's just so many online options that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm currently taking this, uh, online school of worship for just like six weeks. Mm -hmm. It's like a hundred bucks and it's been, uh, amazing. So there, there's the tools and resources out there. Um, yeah, but those seasons, those seasons really shape us and who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, they help us to understand, uh, God's plan for our life. And so after Kansas city, um, I spent some time in Dallas and really, for me, that, 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 that time was, was interesting because I'm fresh out of college and like trying to figure out the direction of the Lord. God, what do you want, what do you want me to do with the, the rest of my life? You know, that's the question that you ask. But, yeah. Well, what do you want to do with the rest of my life? And I, I had dreams, um, goals, certain things that the Lord had given me. Um, and obviously, you know, aside from that, you have the you have the, the the anointing the spiritual calling but you have also those physical giftings and and skills that you've been given that that's from the lord as well mm -hmm. and you want to be used in that way but 
oftentimes you're you're not exactly sure what that looks like. And so I, I would say the couple of years I lived in Dallas after Kansas City was really an exploration of like, God, what do you want me to do next? It was kind of like a launching pad, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Which is also it's also important in, in that, in that whole journey as well. So after that, uh, just to kind of wrap that up, I ended up coming back to my home state of Michigan and I currently am living in a city called Montrose, Michigan. Um, and we are just Northwest of Flint, Michigan. So I would think most people have heard of Flint, uh, what, you know, one of the top dangerous cities in, in America. And so I, I feel, um, that we are, I I don't think that we're, I wouldn't say that our church is necessarily an inner city church, but the people that we're reaching are some of that, that Democrat, uh, demographic of, um, of people that are, that are broken. It's not a super wealthy area or anything like that. A lot of people come from the auto industry. And we know how that's going in Michigan with uh, with everything over the past several years. And so I would say it's, you know, very blue collar, um, middle class people that are hurting and broken and, and they need Jesus. So I'm here. I've been here for four, uh, almost four years, four years in September. Um, I have a beautiful wife named Tess and I have a son that's about to turn 11 months old and in a few days coming up here. And so, yeah. <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for sharing that and that's a good segue into our uh into our first question but if you're just tuning in uh folks whether you're a youth or a youth pastor or volunteer you get to see the heart uh of caleb here you know and it's calling on his life he was kind of like a, a modern day uh jonah uh you know running away from the call of god but you get to see what god has done in his life how he's transformed him to be a worship leader, to be a youth pastor at his church, to be an influencer of young men, young women. Uh, and I just want to reiterate what he said. If you're a youth that's watching this, and uh, as you're getting, you might be a senior that's going into your senior year, and you have no idea uh, what you're doing yet. And I just want to reiterate what he said. It's okay. It's okay not to know what you're doing. And don't fall, don't fall into the pressure uh, of the world. Uh, in the world's ways, but just be obedient to what the Lord has for you. Focus on your senior year uh, of what's right in front of you. Just continue to plug away uh, in your church, uh, and maybe you want to step up and be a leader and develop those uh, giftings. But um, thank you, Caleb, for uh, sharing that and that uh, sharing that story of yours. It's awesome, and that's a good. As I said, it's a good segue. Uh, what are you learning during this time for yourself that you want to share with our viewers? Yeah, definitely. There's definitely been, uh, you know, for me, ministry wise, I would say, you know, it's two, two kind of separate things. And then then there's a lot all in between there. But, you know, ministry wise, I I, I think there's, there's something different kind of God's been speaking to me lately. And then personally wise, you know, there's, there's a lot uh, that he's been teaching me as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty, pretty recent father only (laughs) like 11 months. And, man that that is that's a lot of learning right there <laughs> in in of, of itself you know yeah. yeah um learning how to just serve and give of yourself and this applies to marriage and mm-hmm. and just family in general is yes 
honestly, so much of our, our life is just like Jesus did, just a sacrifice of our time, our energy, a sacrifice of the way that you feel oftentimes. You can get stressed, overwhelmed, upset. And uh, it's just about loving, loving your family. And, and I think kind of during this time, I think that's sort of what, what God has, has really been showing me during uh, a lot of this quarantine process and stuff. I've spent, been spending more time at home, working mostly from home. I'm able to, to do that, fortunately. Um, you know, having more of an online presence as far as ministry goes and work, um, which has been, you know, challenge, but, but a blessing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And really what the Lord has been speaking to me through that is just the importance on a personal side, the importance of, of my family mm-hmm. and focusing on my family and, and what, what really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we have uh, in, in our life as Christians, we, mm-hmm. we have to li- submit to the hierarchy of the calling of the kingdom, right? It's, it's God first mm-hmm. and then it should be your family and and then your ministry is lower on that list and you know everything that you're doing but if you put god first at at that hierarchy so much of everything else will um will come into alignment with the plan that god has and it's really easy to get that confused and but i think that needs to be a constant question that that we're asking ourselves and prodding ourselves is like okay is god having the first place um is first love in first place and yeah during this time it's just he's really been teaching me is like get your stuff in the home Mm. figured out have a strong family um Mm. something Mm. i've been kind of working on is and and this is kind of a new concept to me right Mm. just a a kind of a lead up to that to give you some context Our, our church is working on uh, creating this new structure of uh, operating systems. And so we're kind of looking at like the process for, for ministry and like, you know, dotting the T's and, and I's right of how, how ministry works um, and just putting it on paper, right. Putting the vision on paper, having it there, just a clear understanding of like where we're going and who we are, what we're doing. And uh, as we're doing this process, like the Lord just been speaking to me about, my family and as far as that and like kind of structuring our, our family in that way too is like be intentional with uh your family and almost uh i don't want to say like operating system but almost like a a branding of your family right like who we are what we're doing like uh even creating like the culture of our family like what what are the things that we we believe what are the things that we stand on what do we what do we say when we face you know and just trying to really i believe he's really trying to help me focus and just build a strong family um at home also during this time just for to it's just kind of a reset i mean the whole world's kind of mm-hmm. facing that right now we just kind of have a, a moment to reset um like that i don't I don't think people will, you know, things aren't going to uh, maybe be normal for a while. We don't know. Yes. And I think even from this, people in our generation, even our parents' generation, haven't experienced yeah. uh, a, a worldwide uh, 
chaos or fear like we 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 have uh right now you know our grandparents had in in, in maybe world war um but this is new this is a new world uh that we're navigating in but i think it's so important that we just dial it back um mm. And that's, that's really what he's been speaking to me, I would say, overall as ministry and personal, is mm -hmm. di dial it back. Focus on the basics, mm -hmm. um, just that foundation, what, what, what's important. And uh, God's got to be at the top of that list and, and our family and, and those just under that, but led by the Lord. Mm, that's a good, uh, good word, man. So as he was, uh, as he was just sharing there, folks, uh, a great scripture came to my mind out of Romans 12, 1. And uh, it's talking about being that living sacrifice uh, for the Lord. And then if you look in the next verse, we don't want to conform to the ways of the world. We want to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. But that word living sacrifice comes to my mind as he's, as Caleb's talking about being a father uh, and then being a minister. Uh, but I like that word reset. But Jesus was our living sacrifice, folks. And you know, he went to the cross uh, for us, but he was a man full of compassion, full of love. And that's what Caleb's uh, um, illustrating for us, that he wants to be a man of love, first and foremost, loving his family, but first and foremost, loving Jesus in resetting and pausing like, uh, and reflecting, how can I honor, how can I be that living sacrifice for my family? And then out of that will come the ministry. Out of that will come the, the doing. But he's coming back and say, I want to be. I just want to reset and be with Jesus, but also be with my family. So that's an encouraging word right there for you folks. Uh, if you're just tuning in to listen, uh, as you are uh, listening to this. And the importance of family is key. Because as ministers, whether you're a pastor or a youth pastor, maybe a college minister, we can focus on uh, ministry as the top and lose that focus of family but it should be what Caleb was saying God uh, family and then church uh, but sometimes we have it backwards that it's ministry and then family and then church yep. so yeah let's get back to our first love let's get back I like the word he said is let's get back to the basics uh, of loving one another but how loving our homes uh, as well. So I think that's a key, uh, key ingredient, uh, a key word to focus on uh, as ministers and youth pastors and college, uh, uh, college uh, influencers uh, yeah. as you, as you uh, watch this as well, because youth and even young adults are going to be watching your life. They're going to be watching your married life uh, as well. And I would encourage you guys as well, if you're in that position of leadership, is set boundaries. Uh, as well. And however that may look, you might have to have a journal. You might have to go before the Lord and say, okay, I need what Caleb says. I need to reset. And we're just two guys here that want to encourage you. That might look different for, for you. It might look different for me. It might look different for Caleb, but reset, go back to the Lord and say, hey, what have I put before my family? What have I even put before God? Have you made ministry your idol? And I like that because we have to be constantly asking that question because, yes, ministry can be uh, it can be uh, exciting at times. But we must go back to the fact that ministry is all for the glory of God, because we want to make Jesus famous. 
not our name, not Caleb, not Brian famous. We want to make Jesus famous. Yep. Exactly. I, I, I appreciate that. Such a great word. Of, of, uh, as Caleb just said, you know, being a father, uh, just getting the idea of having a heart of a father uh, as well for his wife, for his, uh, for his child. And I just commend you on that, bro, uh, as well. But anyway, with that, uh, what are some uh, wins and some losses during this season? Uh, you you kind of explained a little bit before you guys kind of backtracked a little bit now with a phase uh, going back a little bit. So, uh, yeah, maybe it could be your ministry with youth. But go ahead, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, to focus, I guess, on, on, on ministry with the, excuse me, wins and losses. Um, obviously, you know, we can, we, can, we can point out the obvious loss in the world right now, what, what's going on with racial, racial tension and, and COVID-19 and, and all of that, and, and look to that um, as definitely a loss. But I love that in the midst of chaos and the midst of the world, that, that God is still doing something really awesome in the work, uh, earth right now. Um, I follow a lot of uh, other pastors on, on social media or worship leaders and stuff like that. And, and you just see this, this common trend and you see it in scripture um, mm -hmm. often is that as darkness gets darker, that light shines brighter. Mm -hmm. And even though we're in the, the midst of this worldwide um, chaos right now, Mm -hmm. Nation, nations are raging and mm -hmm. <laughs> shaking their fists at God and, and, and saying, where are you? And, you know, what are you going to do about it? Yes. That, that God is still working it out for, for his plan and that there's so much good that is still mm -hmm. um, happening. It, even, even uh, you even see, if you, if you look close enough, you can look past the chaos and even see beyond christianity that there's still goodness that exists in the world i mean think about how many people look at our medical professionals that have been serving people during this time like that's an act of love the bible says that comes from god they may not recognize that that's from yeah. god but that that comes from god and anything that we do to serve and love one another and so yes we can look at the obvious um and say that the world is in a crazy state or we can look a little bit deeper and and see that that god is is working it out and that he's doing amazing amazing things in the midst of chaos and i believe honestly that this is like i said before with the reset not only in our lives but i believe it's it's that way with ministry too mm -hmm. i feel that a lot of um churches a lot of leaders are looking at this and saying wow uh, the time that we live in, you know, we're getting closer to the return of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And um, I know for me, this is something that's been on my heart for a long time. It's like, um, if we're getting closer, I don't want to waste my time. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. I'm yeah. all in. I don't want to be half there and half somewhere else. I don't want to be um, on the fence about things. Like, I want to be all there i want to be all in with what god's doing and so i think it's important to just pay attention what what is god doing in the earth right now um listening to what 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 he has for us um and so i think yeah as far as like wins and losses i think those go together i i see a i see a shift in the church you know the big 
Big C Church as in general is, mm -hmm. I think that uh, this time has helped us to, again, just kind of hit that that reset button and just mm -hmm. be like, what what's important? And uh, that's kind of the approach that taking in my my personal life and and also ministry. What am I doing? Why why am why are we doing this? Um, and just stripping it back to the that that basics. That's what that's what I want to mm -hmm. see again. I believe that's what the the Lord wants is just to get that focus on Him, not not uh, off of off of uh, programs and events and and onto Him and and really experiencing Jesus and mm -hmm. the power of the Holy Spirit. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, there there's no life in that. It's the fullness, fullness of God uh, within us, right? That's right, man. That's a good, uh, that's a good word. So you might be experiencing uh, some wins and some losses in your own ministry, your own life, uh, but take the opportunity to t hit that reset button. And what he said, you know, uh, traditions and programs and the lighting, you know, that's all being stripped away. And, uh, you know, ministry, which we're going to be talking about here shortly, ministry is looking a lot differently. And, uh, but focus, you know, focus on the good of what's right and funny. Uh, and, um, you know, get back to the basics, get back to the gospel. And, uh, you know, how can, how can you be an impact where you're at? You know, you might have, you might have had maybe 50 to 100 kids in your youth group, but maybe it's down to 20. You might have to that reset button and say, hey, how can I influence these 20 kids or maybe 10 kids? But we have to remember, it's not about numbers, folks. It's about what has God instilled in us and what Caleb said. We need the power of the Holy Spirit and we need a move uh, of the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. And it comes back to the fact of, you know, going back and praying, going back and interceding uh, for our ministry, uh, for our homes. Uh, for the lost uh, that needs encouragement. Uh, so that's great. So that's, that's a good segue into our next question here. Uh, Caleb is uh, ministry, ministry moving forward. How do you see that? I know you talked a lot about, it. I think the great word that we want to encourage you with here today is reset. I think that's a great word uh, that we can really minister on uh, for you guys is reset. It's going to look a little bit differently for Brian. It's going to look a little bit differently for Caleb. But how does that look for you uh, in your ministry? But I want to give Caleb an opportunity of, uh, of what's on his heart about ministry moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's great. I, I think ministry moving forward, uh, you know, it, it just seems like the, the Holy Spirit led us on this kind of this, this train of thought with the reset stuff. But yeah, that, that's just what I keep thinking about is like, it's a great time. Just, I know for me personally, you know, as our state is still in quarantine, we're not, uh, we're, we're still not fully functional. I would say in, in ministry, our youth group right now, uh, like we're not meeting inside. So, and I, I'm not exactly sure when, we should do that, you know, when's a safe time to do that. And so it's just really challenging right now. So what we've been doing youth wise, you know, on a practical level is just trying to do a lot of stuff outside. And, you know, speaking of this, like reset and taking it back to the basics with, with the youth, God just kind of spoke to me and just like, let, let's just build community. That's what we've been lacking over this quarantine time. We've been alone. We haven't had each other 
it doesn't always have to be serious um, when it comes to ministry. There, yes. yes, that's important. Like, mm-hmm. you you can still have depth without being serious, right? You st- you can still build in relationship with Jesus and relationship with others without being serious all the time. It doesn't have to, you know, be a low uh, a low light service situation mm-hmm. or, or something like that where someone's on the platform preaching for for you to grow and honestly for me and a, a lot of times in my life some of the greatest experiences that I've had in the Lord is conversations with others in just an intimate setting um or just um and g- gaining revelation from what the Lord has been speaking of them even like conversations like this um or just growing with people together in yeah. in form of community and so ministry moving forward at least for youth ministry right now for for us what it looks like at our church is i really just heavily want to focus on building that that -hmm. community i want to build that camaraderie back up build the unity uh between and because i believe that without without those things if you don't have a strong structure of community and i would say you know i i I don't (laughs) i don't have this right uh, most of us, most of us are still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure this out. And, but without that, that unity and stuff, we, we, we can't really go spiritually um, far without the uh, personal being personally close. Right. It just, it just goes farther that way, I believe. And uh, yeah, so just kind of dialing it back and just saying like, you know, here's the cards that, that we've been dealt. I don't like it. Um, yeah, I, I want to be inside, but God can use this to um, help us work on something as a, as a youth ministry that maybe we've been lacking in before. I don't, as far as ministry wise, like this is what kind of God's been speaking to me a lot. And mm-hmm. um, through this process that we've been doing at our, our, our church is uh, I don't want to be a Sunday morning church. Um, I want to be a seven day a week church and what that looks like is, is community. And that's why, you know, kind of bringing it full circle. That's why having stuff in your home with your family sorted out is so important. I I want, I want my home to, uh, to be a place where people feel welcome to come like that. It's not that I'm a leader and I'm, I'm in charge of you and um, I see you on Sundays for two hours and that's our relationship. I, we need to live life together, uh, in a very intimate way. And so stuff in the home is important, like you said, because people are looking at that and, and, and they're influenced by that. And so I just think that's so important in this, in this time right now. Um, so many people have hurt home lives and no sense of community. Um, especially those that, that aren't Christians, they might not have that. As far as youth ministry, they look for that in sports or uh, school programs or clubs often. Um, but that's why, that's why what we give is, is so much greater because it goes beyond a physical a community. It goes to our spirit. It's focused on the Lord. And uh, it's beyond just helping yourself, but you're changing, changing your life through the power of the gospel such a great uh great word and as he was talking there about community and um 
just thinking about for you guys is, um, you know, how Jesus was with the disciples. You know, he had the number 12. And, uh, but what did he do? He, he just did life. He did life yep. with his disciples. And uh, I think that's what Caleb and I are trying to get across here on this little lesson, this, this little youth chat is doing life uh, with people. Uh, you know, whether that be uh, uh, having them, inviting them into your home, whether uh, you're, maybe you want to be creative and take them to a park, uh, have a little Bible study, but also too, maybe you want to throw the Frisbee around. Maybe you want to play kickball, uh, but look for ideas. Maybe you want to uh, drop off a uh, goodie bag uh, for your youth or your youth group or your uh, college age ministry and just say, hey, you know, maybe you want to write them a little note, but yes, community, because youth right now, folks, are, are isolated. Uh, they're feeling the effects. They're not around their friends, and they need people to come alongside them uh, to encourage them, to support them, uh, to give them a pat on the back, and to be there for them. Uh, but I like what Caleb was saying about community and unity, but also, too, what Jesus did. He did life with his disciples, and that's what we want to, uh, you know, get back to is doing life uh, with people uh, and encouraging people, uh, sharing a meal maybe uh, in that, or, you know, hey, you know, let's, let's go to the park. Let's maybe, hey, let's, uh, some, maybe the Lord's pressing your heart. Maybe you want to go golfing with a few of your guys uh, or even girls. Maybe they golf uh, or whatever, uh, or just find activities that you can just do life together. And that's going to be a, that's going to be a great uh, tool. Uh, and that'll open up, I'll plant a seed, but also too, that'll open up uh, to share the gospel uh, as well. And I think uh, folks during this time, is that God's going to give us creative ideas to share the gospel to people? It might not be in the in the in the, in the church. Uh, it might be outside uh, outside the walls. Maybe at a grocery store. Maybe, like I said, maybe at the park. Maybe at the golf course, uh, or maybe uh, like at a fast food restaurant. Uh, who knows? But be ready. And as he was sharing before about ministry moving forward, being all in, look for those opportunities. Uh, to be a, uh, be a witness. Look for those opportunities to share the love of Jesus. That's what we want to get back to is love. And how do we do that? Is that, yes, we follow the example of Jesus because he is the greatest example for us because he's the God of love and what? God of love and compassion. And, and, and as we were sharing about racism and, and politics is that we need love more than ever because there's a lot of hatred a lot of disrespect, uh, you name it, a lot of chaos, but we must show the love of the Father. That's where we're going to win people's hearts first and foremost. So thanks, man. I appreciate that. So uh, before we conclude uh, here, I want to give Caleb an opportunity. He's going to pray for you guys, uh, and also he's going to give you an encouraging word. I believe he has a word from the Lord or maybe a verse, uh, but also, too, after he prays, uh, for you guys. I just want to put a plug in him here for you. He just re, uh, released a uh, album. I wanted to share a little bit about that for uh, for music and uh, that and see uh, if you're interested, you can uh, listen to his album, his new album with some of his, uh, I believe some of his friends, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, so he'll, he's going to share a little bit about that on how you guys can get on iTunes or Spotify uh, to listen to that and, and, and a little bit about that. But anyway, I want to give Caleb opportunity here uh, to just share a uh, share a, a word, and then he'll, he's going to pray. Yeah. 
Um, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, if you're if you're interested in uh, listening to the project that I work on, um, I've been a worship leader for um, about 15 years. Anyways, um, it, it's been a, a dream on my heart to, you know, I've been writing music for a long time. It's been a dream on my heart to actually like, you know, record that. Um, during quarantine, I was able to like record from home. So I had bought some equipment, just some basic equipment and stuff. And the Lord kind of just, the, the story of it is, it's just really crazy. It's just all the pieces falling in, the timing of the Lord with all of it. Um, pretty amazing. But I, I do feel like they're songs for the, from the Lord. Um, and they're very personal to me. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say these, this, this, uh, this project is necessarily like a corporate worship kind of uh cd if that makes sense but they're they're very intimate songs um in the process and this journey like we've been talking about i've shared some of my testimony of, of god leading me through that and how god speaks to us and so uh and this and the styling's different so hopefully you know that you can go and, and listen to that right now on any streaming service just search caleb straight the name of the album is called Home. I believe that it's also pretty, uh, very prophetic for the time that we live in right now. We're stuck at home. There's some songs on there called, uh, I have a song called Keep Your Head Up, How to Keep Going. You know, that song is about um, keeping your head up above the water. That although it looks like things are sinking around us, that if we keep our eyes on Jesus, that he will keep us above the wind and waves. Um, and several other songs that really kind of touch in what the world is experiencing so the timing of everything was just from the lord and amazing story and of, of itself if you're interested in finding more of that story i do have a, a full version of me talking through that whole writing process and if that's something you're interested you can check out my facebook the videos on there mm -hmm. um but yeah if you're interested go listen to that where, wherever you can stream it's on itunes if you want to buy it spotify all those places um yeah, I, I definitely uh, want to just shift to a time of just sh just sharing a, a, a quick verse that the Lord had on me this morning. Yeah, please. It's do. so funny because I had uh, the past, you know, as we we're leading up to having this conversation, I I had you know much different train of thought. Mm -hmm. um, the Lord is doing doing a lot uh, in my life right now, and good. and uh, uh, there's kind of a shift. And this morning, as mm -hmm. I spent some time in prayer. Uh, before we chatted, I just felt a, a completely different direction than what we had even talked about uh, a couple of days yeah. ago when we were planning this out. Mm -hmm. And and it's just a quick, simple encouragement and a, and a simple prayer. But, you know, to kind of sum all, all of this up is is now I believe the Lord is is leading us as a church, as leaders, as, as followers of him into just that reset and and taking it back um, to, to the basics. And so when you look at that, like, what does that look like as far as relationship with the Lord? Uh, you know, obviously like getting into the word and, but there, I feel such an important, um, important emphasis upon worship and, and prayer right now, um, just in the earth in general, because the amazing thing about it is like, so much of uh, our worship and whatever that looks like, if that's a musical expression or however we're worshiping God, right? Um, it, it, it's from the gospel. It, it speaks the message. It tells the story of Christ 
and his love for us. And so um, as we worship in whatever medium that is, because I believe that, you know, we're, it's our life. We're made to worship whatever gifts that God has given us, natural and spiritual, that we use those as worship to him. So you have like this horizontal aspect of worship where we're giving that to God. We're, we're giving those natural gifts and those spiritual gifts uh, in, uh, sorry, a vertical, I said horizontal, a vertical aspect between us and God up and down. Um, to heaven, heaven and back, heaven invading earth, right? And then the the horizontal aspect of that is um, that we use those gifts to not only minister to the Lord vertically, but to those around us, bringing that that unity, that community, and just serving and loving one another as Christ has loved us. And then we have the personal aspect to it. And I, I think those are like kind of three spheres of if I had to say like kind of three spheres of, uh, of our worship and, and it doesn't just relate to music, but, uh, in general is like, we, we need those, those different perspectives right now. And God wants to take us back to the basics. You know, it's not, it's not about, um, it's not about, uh, lights or being entertained uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to worship music ministry or even a service in general. Um, but it's about, creating that communication between between us and the lord serving one another in that worship um i just i had this uh really quick before i share this closing thought um i had this really interesting thought um the other day and and just the lord kind of confirmed it is like we we really um we really need the the spirit's work within us um when it comes to ministry and, and it relates to that community and just unity that we've been talking about. Like, and that, and even, even as, as much as I was saying at the beginning with our family, just serving one another, just giving our gifts and abilities to one another as a gift, right? That's what God created us for. We're the body. We each have different, different uh, parts, but we function together. And so I do believe that God is, 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 revealing those things to us and mm -hmm. i believe we're kind of in a trajectory and a, and a speedy process as god begins to reveal that he, he's getting closer to fulfilling his plan for creation and mm -hmm. i believe that we're just going to see a activation and just a, a speediness of people understanding that mm -hmm. like knowing their calling being anointed by the lord and impacting mm -hmm. others around them whatever their sphere of influence is like you were saying, whether it's a small group of friends that are doing a Bible study or whatever, whatever that looks like, um, that we are just fully serving each other and giving our gifts in a place of love and sacrificing that for those around us. It's pretty awesome. Amen. So I guess unless there's anything you have to say on that, I'll just, I'll just, I want to read a verse. I have my Bible here. And just give encouragement. Yeah, go ahead and read that verse, man. All right, awesome. Um, in the Bible, you have, if you're unfamiliar, let me give me a little context before I read this. But in the Bible, you have uh, apostolic prayers. There's lots of prayers in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I love if I'm lost when it comes to prayer. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know what to pray. You know, praying mm -hmm. isn't about asking God for things. We know that. Yes. Um, Prayer, prayer is, um, I love to pray the scripture. 
because if we if we truly believe that like this is the word of god then we're just coming into agreement with the words that god already spoke to us and we're speaking it back to him so what what is the result going to be is he going to do what he actually said do we believe that yes of course so you're, you're you're giving the words that he said and coming into agreement with the words that he spoke over you and into you uh, right back to him and so of course he's going to do it right so i love to uh, pray the scriptures and you can find several great examples mm -hmm. of verses in the bible that i would say are called i'd categorize them as apostolic prayers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This, paul does this a lot i want to read from ephesians 1 starting in verse 17 this is this is my this is my life verse this is my spiritual mm -hmm. growth verse this yeah. is this is always what i pray for myself mm -hmm. i always pray this verse over other people Obviously, there's some other ones, but this means something special to me. Um, so starting in verse 17, Ephesians 1, uh, I ask that God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation or understanding, spiritual understanding, so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. And I pray that uh, your hearts would be flooded with light so that you can understand the wonderful future he has promised to those he has called, which we know that he's called everyone by his name. I want you to realize what a rich and glorious inheritance he has given to you. I pray that you would begin to understand the incredible greatness of his power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else in this world uh, or in the world to come. And God has put all things under the authority of Christ. And he gave him this authority for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is filled by Christ who fills everything everywhere with his presence. So I guess my encouraging word to you is uh, with this is that we would be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God, that he would begin to help us to understand the great inheritance that Jesus has put within us, right? Jesus gave his life. He, he gave his life for us, literally for us. So he, he his inheritance is us we are the 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 value to his sacrifice right we are the the gift to who he, who he is he wants us um at the end of the day and that's um that's amazing and so pray that uh if you're if you're watching that that speaks to you pray that i often just pray god give me spiritual wisdom and understanding or God, would you give Brian spiritual wisdom and understanding? Just open our eyes to see like you do. Let Give us revelation of the scripture, whatever that looks like. Give us revelation in worship. And so I love it. If you're lost, pray the scripture. He will, he will answer the, that his own words back. So that's a great, uh, great closing prayer uh, for you all. And as before Caleb prays for you, uh, just a thought that I had when he was saying about praying the scriptures. And uh, I love doing that as well. I love praying the scriptures back to the Lord. 
and uh, something I really enjoy. There's another one that I want to encourage you with as well would be Ephesians 3, uh, you know, 14 uh, through 21. Uh, so yep. uh, put that little nugget of truth down if you're journaling or if you're writing uh, it out or whatever. Make that a prayer because Paul talks about, you know, uh, the love of Christ to grasp how wide and long and high and deep uh, is the love uh, of Christ. Um, and that he can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. But when we pray the scriptures yep. out, God enjoys that. You know, that, that gets the scriptures where it says in Psalm 119, I, where it says, you know, Psalm 119, 11, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That we have those scriptures that we can battle when we're faced with temptation or anxiety or depression. We can quote those back uh, to the Lord. They're in our arsenal. They're in our bag. And say, no, I don't want to bow down to that. I'm not going to yield to that. I'm going to say no, and I'm going to say yes to the scriptures. Because one word that I want to give you, one scripture more, is John 8, 32, where it says, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It's God's truth going to set you free. Not man's truth, not my truth or Caleb's truth, but God's truth will set you free. And I believe today that with all of what we said, people that are going to watch this, are going to be set free from addictions, going to be set free from pornography and love and, 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 and depression and, and anxiety. And I feel that in my spirit, folks, you guys are going to be mm -hmm. set free because of the, of the reset. God's doing something in your heart. He's getting your attention uh, as well. But go back to the word of God. Pray those scriptures out uh, today. So let's pray that out real quick, Kayla. I think you should just pray that out just real quick. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, let's pray. Yeah, go ahead, Lord. Uh, Lord, thank you. Uh, God, here we are. God, we just thank you for your spiritual wisdom and understanding in our life. God, we ask that you would give us more. God, we thank you for, for, for what you've done. But God, we're not uh, satisfied with where we're at right now, God. We know that there's more. And we just ask that you would just begin to reveal those things to us, God, that you would give us a greater understanding uh, of, of your love, the length, the width, the depth, the height. How do you say that, that, that more and more uh, that we would love you, that, that we would trust you more, God. And I just even believe right now, and, you know, as you were speaking, Brian, that um, mm -hmm. there's, there's may, maybe this speaks to someone specifically, but there's someone, uh, or people, a group of people that are that are very isolated, that are very lonely right now. And maybe you're watching this and you're feeling that way. You're feeling isolated, that you don't feel uh, that you have a sense of community or, or something like that. And I just want to just release you from that. And, and God, I just pray that you would break off depression and anxiety and fear. Yes. Uh, and lonely loneliness, God, in that in that place of uh, isolation, God, that you would bring people uh, uh, to you, that you would draw them to yourself, God, that they would find a sense of community in their local uh, ministries, God, that we wouldn't, as we struggle, withdraw, mm -hmm. God, but that we would actually be an open book, that our living life together would actually just be being vulnerable to one another being able to share our, our hard times and celebrate in our good times. Mm -hmm. So God, I just, I just pray a, a blessing on 
everyone viewing in and God, that uh, you would cause your face to shine on us, uh, that you would bless us, that you would keep us. God, just be with us today. Lead us and guide us by your spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Caleb. And that's, that's a wrap for you folks. And uh, until next time, we love you. We support you. And uh, we'll have Caleb on here again, hopefully, to see what he's learning maybe in the fall, uh, you know, fall season. Uh, yeah. see, see how the church is doing and uh, just love this guy's heart uh, be praying for him uh, as well and uh, we love you all and I hope you guys would be blessed and encouraged uh, today so until next time God bless you all we love you and uh, we'll see you guys soon <laughs>